All right, everyone. Welcome to the roadmap. If you are joining us live on Benzinga's YouTube right now, go ahead, smash that like, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel and go ahead and leave a comment so Brian and I can see who's here, who's listening, who's watching. If you are watching this after we aired, we appreciate your viewership as well. And a big shout out to our podcast listeners who are listening to this on all the major podcast networks where you can hear the roadmap. I want to give a shout out to our friends at FTX. Today's episode is sponsored by FTX. If you don't know FTX, they're one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs. No transaction fees from your phone or computer. The FTX US trading platform offers NFT trading on the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. You can find out more and sign up for an account with the link in the description below and also live in the chat right now. So if you don't have an FTX account, make sure you check it out. And without further ado, before we get into some exciting talk about FTX NFTs, I want to go ahead and bring on my co-host, Ben Zingazone, Brian Moore. <clears throat> Brian, what's going on, buddy? Oh, just another day, another dollar in the NFT world. Yeah, and there you guys see that link on the screen. So again, if you're watching us live, click on that link. Make sure you check out FTX. And also, if you are not watching this live, the link is in the description below. And a big shout out again to our wonderful show sponsors, FTX. Brian, speaking of FTX, I wrote an article today talking about an NFT drop coming partnered with FTX. And it is from probably the best known music festival in the U.S. I am talking about Coachella. So Coachella, an annual music festival that happens every year. It's one of the highest grossing music festivals in the world. They are launching Coachella Collectibles, which is a series of NFTs with real life benefits. And again, that's through a partnership with FTX. So I don't know if you saw this, Brian. There's going to be three different levels of NFTs. Up first, we got Infinity Keys. There is only 10 available. They're one of ones. Each one of these will provide lifetime tickets and VIP passes to Coachella. You also get front row views at Coachella State, on-stage access at the Sahara Tent, or a celebrity chef dinner. So you get to pick a reward each year. Uh, You also get lifetime access to Coachella-produced virtual experiences. So again, as Coachella expands and maybe does more events each year, maybe virtual events, you're going to get free access to those too. So again, only 10 of these available. These will be auctioned off. And I'll tell you when in a second. We also have the Desert Reflections Collection. There are a thousand of these available. And this features 10 different Coachella Festival posters. Uh, It will be redeemable for a photo book of photos from the festival through the years 1999 to 2019. That NFT will be sold for $180 each until they sell out. And then the last collection is Sights and Sounds, 10,000 available. These feature one of a thousand different iconic festival photographs and also include soundscapes that you can listen to. 
These will be redeemable for a print of that photograph, and they are $60 each. <clears throat> These go on sale, and that auction begins this Friday, February 4th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, and that lasts through Friday, February 11th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So you have a week. Brian, this is huge, right? And people can buy these yeah. through the FTX website. And again, $180 each, $60 each, and an auction. You don't need to worry about gas. These are on the Solana blockchain. You don't need to have crypto. You can buy them with a credit card thanks to FTX. What do you think, Brian? Uh, are you going to be checking out Coachella NFTs later this week? Yeah, I'm actually I'm right now trying to pull up on their website. I was going to ask you, like, for people who aren't or don't know where to find it, to let them know exactly where to um, go to see these things. Yeah, definitely. We will get that link in the chat. Uh, and the thing I want to point out is that Coachella, despite being around for you know uh, twenty years. They have never offered lifetime mm -hmm. tickets to the event before. So, I mean, we're talking about the first time ever that you will have access to this. And Brian, I mean, I hate to throw out, you know, guesses and predictions, but uh, what do you think those 10 auctioned keys go for with the lifetime access? Any guess on how high those that. things go? Um, okay, so it's lifetime access, and you're going to get a lot access, of benefits. A lot and of right benefits. There, yeah, yep. if it wasn't an auction right there, you're getting lifetime access. I mean, that's it's pretty invaluable. But I, I mean, we're going to see some crazy numbers, but it depends. But at least between one and ten million dollars. I don't know, maybe five hundred thousand to a million, but I think that's low, really. What do you guys think? I'm seeing a guess in the chat there, a hundred thousand. I mean that. I oh, think that'd nothing. be. I think that'd be my guess, Brian. I think I'd go six figures. I don't know if I would quite go a million because there's ten of them. I think yeah, maybe if there was sense. if there was one. Um, but I guess we'll see. I mean, I was dead wrong on you know some of these past auctions of NFTs before, right? The Board Ape ones, the V Friends one. Um, you know, different ones that have been held. I mean, we're we're seeing record numbers and. Here you have an NFT collection that has real life value too. You're getting the rewards. Mm -hmm. I really like that they're providing, you know, access to everyone here, right? We got the 10 one-on-ones. We got the thousand desert reflections, which are $180 each. And then we got sights and sounds, which are $60 each. Yeah. I mean, anyone who's in the NFT space, $60 or $180, that doesn't sound like a lot, right? When we're talking in terms of uh, ETH, that'd be nothing, but for people who are new to NFTs, I think, again, this is a great way to get people into the space, right? It's an entry-level oh, yeah. price. Again, you don't have to have crypto. You can use your credit card right on the FTX website. I, I really like this. And I mean, these images are pretty cool. Brian, I'll be checking out, you know, when this goes live on Friday. I, yeah. I have a feeling that they're going to sell fast. But uh, I was about I, to say the same thing. I'm, I'm making an alert because I want to yeah, put one. it on your calendar. Don't uh -huh. don't forget. And uh, we'll, we'll be checking this out and we will update everyone on that auction um, throughout the next week, too, and see how it is going. Again, it ends on the 11th. There you have it on the site. You can preview the NFT. You got a time, uh, a timer telling you how many hours you have to prepare and get ready. But uh, exciting things, again, from FTX and Coachella. So I was real happy to, to write that article and get that out. 
Brian, I want to turn back to, to Board Ape Yacht Club, right? And I mean, obviously, that's something we talk about all the time. We had Franklin on yesterday, the owner of 36 Board Apes. I don't know if you saw this, but we got another big name joining the Board Ape uh, collection, right? Or a holder, Memphis Dupai. He is a soccer player. He plays for Barcelona. He also plays for the Netherlands international team which is my favorite team hup holland hup and this is a pretty sweet ape brian uh well we'll get it on screen here we're not talking about a basic trait uh justin no, Bieber no ape here. Of stuff. yeah we are talking about a, a rarer ape right so this ranks as the 1154th rarest in the collection so that yellow background is on 13 percent of apes but the rest of the traits, I mean, those rainbow suspenders, 1% of all apes have that. Holographic eyes, 2%. Death bot fur, 2%. And the that mouth, 2%. Brian, that death bot fur, I am a big fan of that. Yeah, that's uh, really cool. I, I see the color fur all that's the awesome. time, right? Like the pink fur. We got the, the, the other, you know, colors of fur. But I mean, the look golden, at that. Yeah. That's my yeah, favorite the, too, I think. Look, yeah, look at that. And those rainbow suspenders kind of make mm -hmm. it pop too. I, I like that. And if we can get also on the screen, Brian, he didn't stop there. He got this ape for 110 ETH, but he also got a matching board ape kennel club. Look at that dog that also has That's death how you flex fur. Now. That is what you do. You get them both. And I mean, uh -huh. Brian, you it may a Rolex. Not be... You don't need a paddock. <laughs> you need right. a board ape and a kennel club. This may not be huge news to people in America or people who don't follow soccer, but again, Dupai is a well-known player, especially over in Europe. He has over 13 million followers on Instagram, 2 million followers on Twitter. He showed that off on Twitter and Instagram, and also this purchase was facilitated by FTX, according to Twitter, so shout out to our friends at FTX. And another soccer player, Neymar, we recently talked about, he bought two board apes. So, Brian, we talk a lot about celebrities. We talk a lot about, uh, you know, American football players and NBA players getting into the big NFTs. I think soccer. I mean, the, it, you see oh, yeah. what some of these soccer players get paid, right? I think we're going to see a run on uh, NFTs from some of these, uh, these international soccer players. And I, again, I love this purchase here, right? Mm -hmm. I, I think that's a sweet looking ape. Um, he already changed his profile picture on Twitter and Instagram. I mean, this is a big deal. Every time Board Ape adds a big name like this. And uh, yeah, so there you have FTX saying happy we could help you. Uh, so again, shout out to our friends at FTX. Brian, what's your what's your thoughts here on maybe uh, the traits and you know, whether these athletes and big names are, are going to pay more attention to, to traits after the backlash that Bieber got a little bit. <laughs> um, I, I, I honestly, I don't know. I, some might care. It might be important to them. Like for me, the traits aren't really as important as like going with the art and getting into the project for what the project does. The traits just kind of a bonus. So how I usually get into a uh, NFT like project I'll buy the floor and then if I like see a lot of stuff, I like find one that's like relatively in my price range or something. I'll look at the traits and I'll take that into consideration. But I always try to just at least get into the project, be a holder, 
give back, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then that's when the trait, and then just go floor price. And then that's when the traits kind of come into play for me because it's super subjective. Like it, the traits only like, there's no real data or definition on if a trait's going to make one thing more expensive than the other. It's just kind of what people like, kind of what people see, but you know, there's no way to really say like, this one is exponentially going to always make more money than this one, but in two weeks it can kind of flop. Who knows? You know, it's all about who's willing to pay for what. Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about uh, Cool Cats in a little bit, and them, and I believe it was Sappy Seals when we had them on. The only time I've seen like rarity really matter is when the projects do like their token based on the rarity of the Mm. nft where you earn more based on if it's more rare then of course your traits are going to matter the rarity level matters but otherwise i mean even with board apes right it's it's just kind of a you know whatever you favor i mean look at how much bieber spent just to get that that sad eyes that you know maybe (laughs) he's going to use uh you know as his uh new persona but I just really like this Deathbot fur. That wasn't a trait that I was even that familiar with, but uh, I, I just, I really like that. I think it pops. And those rainbow suspenders. Uh, I mean, if I was an NFT project looking for some traits to put in, uh, I, I'd pop some rainbow suspenders in there. Oh, so yeah. it adds a little flash of color there. Um, so I'm a big fan of that. So let's see, what do we got up next? One, on the well, news? one thing before we move on. Go ahead, Brian. That. So um, <clears throat> Tom Brady is huge into uh, the Web3 NFT crypto blockchain space. And I don't know if he actually has a board eight, but he is getting into uh, NFTs and go like he, he's part of a couple platforms. Of course, I think he's part of MoonPay, you know, like everybody else was. And I don't know. I don't really want to get into MoonPay. But um, I think we're going to see him uh, really kind of knuckle down and start spearheading a lot of the stuff for the new internet nfts specifically and crypto and decentralization and well web3 specifically and then nfts and stuff because that's where we're at but um i think that's really cool because he retired and then we're about to see a whole new tom brady that no one really knew about so it's i'm very excited i just had to we had to get there because the super bowl is going to be in a couple weeks so i think we'll talk more about that later soon i mean on on a coming episode soon yeah Great points there, Brian. I actually read that, you know, Tom Brady, the biggest reason he retired was his family, right? Uh, The second biggest reason is probably, you know, just time to call it a career. I mean, age and, you know, performance, even though he he went out on top. So uh maybe that's not a factor. But the other item popping up in the news is that it's actually because he wants to spend more time with NFTs and his business ventures. So he actually owns autograph which is an nft marketplace that partnered with DraftKings, mm-hmm. so they did some nfts there and then of course he is a partner with our friends at ftx um he's in some of their commercials so i think you're spot on brian i think we hear more from tom brady in the future in terms of nfts and maybe he does make a couple big purchases you know like a board ape or something um to really you know kind of flex and show that he's all in on nfts i mean it's one thing to say hey i'm going all in on nfts but uh if you show it off it definitely i think uh drills the point home you know a little Mm -hmm. bit more but yeah we'll be doing a super bowl show next week uh brian where we will actually talk about there's a couple nft projects that are connected to the super bowl now and could see some movement next week before the game and then also after the game airs um so 
we'll take a look at the rumors and kind of break down and also look at the players that own, uh, you know, NFTs and maybe uh, what that means for the big game as well. So, uh, exciting. yeah, I know. I, I'm I'm thrilled to talk about the Super Bowl. And also, I mean, as a, as a Michigan resident, a lifelong Lions fan, I am happy to I'm see sorry. Matthew Stafford make it to the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Of course, it wasn't with the Lions, but I will be rooting for Stafford in the I, Super Bowl I, just I, like I, mean, I have. I was a Denver. I, I'm from Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee, and was raised here. So grew up watching Peyton Manning when he was in college. Then he went to Indianapolis. So, of course, you're an Indy fan. Yep. Then he went to Denver. So, of course, they're a Broncos fan. So, yeah, I get that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, and uh, I did see all the the pictures, <laughs> the memes, the comments on Twitter this is the closest that Detroit's been to the Super Bowl with having both Matthew Stafford playing and Eminem performing. So Detroit uh, it will at least be represented in the big game. Oh, yeah. uh, Brian, uh, uh, we talked recently about um, big companies getting into NFTs, right? And uh, Disney. Disney's a name that gets thrown out there, right? Mm-hmm. Well, their former CEO, Bob Iger, he actually spoke out recently. So he left the company. He's no longer the chairman. He stepped down from the CEO role a couple of years ago. But he actually said that he thinks there's going to be an explosion of things being created, traded, and collected in NFTs. And he said that Disney has an extraordinary opportunity in the space. And he said that Disney has ambitions to grow in the metaverse space, which we have not publicly heard Disney really come out and say the metaverse yet. So this was kind of big news. The, mm. the, the backlash here is that Iger did say that he got on OpenSea and he was disappointed to see all the Disney stuff on there that was pirated and wasn't created by people who had the right to create them. So do with that what you want. But I mean, the biggest (laughs) takeaway here, Brian, is is something I've said that you've said is that Disney has this huge portfolio of characters. So Iger said, when you think about all the copyright and trademark characters Disney has and the NFT possibility, they're extraordinary. And I have to agree completely so uh, look for Disney to maybe make some announcements now that, uh, you know, Iger is kind of getting out in front of this and maybe Disney wants to at least uh, share some updates on NFTs and metaverse. What do you think of Disney here and those comments from their former boss, um, you know, who's not in charge anymore? Uh, I mean, I think you, you nailed it. And I think we even talked about this, what, yesterday or maybe last Thursday at the most, but it was a, one of the most recent shows um, cause we didn't know if, what they're going to do and they have a few little things going on. And then this comes out, like, it's like, we're predicting the future, you know, we're here for y'all. Well, we got you, but, um, I think it's awesome. I mean, <clears throat> we have all this Marvel, all the star Wars stuff. And one thing that I, I, I will never promote stealing or, you know, piracy or anything like that online and one thing that Disney could do is if they, you know, say they want to tokenize all the characters, I don't necessarily think they could win a lawsuit against any <clears throat> project that is decentralized that's using their an image or close to it or even just a straight copy of it because there's no one to actually go after. But I think uh, some of the projects that have, you know, they're run by an LLC or like a specific company or, a, you know, some sort of lab, or, you know what I mean. Um, I think those guys might be in a little little trouble and need to kind of make some updates quick or do something. Um, 
but I think that Disney has so much potential. I mean, with them being as huge of a conglomerate that they are, there's no telling what this can mean. And soon, I mean, I think eventually we're going to see you can tokenize being like, <clears throat> you'll have like they're already doing TV shows and stuff. Like yeah. we're, I'm part of the, uh, I, I hold a horse from the, the glue uh, factory. And, you know, if you have that horse, you'll get royalties if they're, if the horse goes on your show and stuff like that. I think we might see that in the movie space and the, in the character, I mean, the comic books and cartoons and stuff. So I think that, um, well, you'll be able to kind of buy part of a movie. Like you'll be like an investor or producer rather of maybe a Disney movie one day. There's just so many things and think what Disney world can do with NFT tickets, you know, memorabilia, all this different stuff. You know, once they sign in, they'll always have their wallet address. I mean, it's countless possibilities. Yeah, and I'm seeing a, a comment here from our boy Ryan saying Disney NFTs with yeah. free access to their theme parks would be sweet. I mean, we just talked about it, right? Coachella doing lifetime passes. Brian, can you imagine a Disney NFT with lifetime access to their theme parks? I mean, again. I go for Epcot alone. I buy it just for Epcot alone. Yeah, like the opportunities there are crazy. I love your call out on, yeah, doing movies or shows. To me, the other thing is like, look at the events that Disney does, right? They do like, you know, different events at different theme parks throughout the year. Like you said, if they started doing maybe some exclusive NFTs where you have to go to the theme park to get it, again, it helps your attendance. If they do what like AMC did, right? Where if you went to the Spider-Man movie, you could get an, an NFT. If Disney does that with their movies, again, it just helps all your business lines because it creates that scarcity, that demand, that FOMO, that people have to do a certain thing to get that particular NFT. So Disney's a huge opportunity. And me, as someone who covers the stock market, I think as soon as Disney really gets head on and makes some announcements about NFTs and metaverse, I think you start to see analysts and investors react and that share price to go higher. Again, <clears throat> not financial advice. But Disney, I think they have one of the biggest opportunities in the NFT space of all the companies out there, and they're just waiting to really attack it. So I was happy to see Bob Iger's comments. So Brian, uh, we're about halfway through here, which I think is perfect timing. So the, the name of the show was Successful NFT Projects to Keep an Eye On. So we talk a lot about upcoming projects, right? Projects that haven't minted yet or projects that recently minted. Try to give, you know, a heads up, try to talk about them, you know, some with some lower floor prices. But today we thought we would take a look at maybe some that are more well-known. They do come with a little bit of a higher price, mm. um, but they have upcoming events, right? So again, as someone who's covered the stock market for years, one of the things I write about and I cover with stocks is catalyst, right? When a stock has an event that could impact the price, right? Maybe earnings, maybe an acquisition, or maybe just, you know, a new product launch or news, right? It can impact the company's financials and likewise the price. Well, that's the same in NFTs, right? Mm -hmm. After a project launches, that floor price can drop, right? Once the project's launched. Once the artwork's been revealed and people have sorted through, you know, the traits, people want to know what's next, right? And after all, the name of our show is called The Roadmap, and that's about what's next for NFT projects. So let's take a look at some uh, well-known NFT projects. Maybe they're not as well-known, but they're 
known and have minted. So up first, we have one of the biggest projects out there. We have Cool Cats. And I remember talking about Cool Cats back months ago on the show. I also remember writing about it months ago when they had a partnership with Time Magazine. I mean, this thing was trading at, I think, one ETH or two ETH floor. We're at 10.66 ETH for the floor. And, and this is one of those blue chips in my mind, right? And I yeah. said that at the start of the year. And Brian, they have a Cool Pets launch happening right now. So all Cool Cats holders will get a mint of Cool Pets. And Cool Pets is going to be a collection of 19,999 NFTs. And so far, over 6,000 Cool Pets have been minted. They have a 2.2 ETH floor with artwork still unrevealed. These were supposed to launch a couple days ago and completely mint out, but they have had some issues with the timing. They also had a DNS issue yesterday where people from international markets were not able to mint. But this is going to be a big mint this week and a big event. So again, if you owned a cool cat, you got to mint one. They also did a huge whitelist for uh, collections that they love, right? So different collections got to offer whitelist access to their Discord members, do giveaways, raffles. And then also there will be a public mint at 0.5 ETH. That is a higher price for a mint, but again, a well-established project. Look at this artwork and these pets, Brian. I mean, I wasn't able to get a cool cat. I'm definitely taking a look at pets this week. Um, mm -hmm. If I can get in on the public mint, or maybe we see this floor price come down a little bit more, I really like this. And I think, again, cool cats, I mean, you're talking about the the ecosystem just evolving, right? They've got cool cats. They're going to have cool pets. They have the milk token. They have partnerships with Time Magazine and others. What do you think, Brian, of cool pets minting this week? I think it's awesome. I mean, <clears throat> cool cats, like you said, the blue chip, these are obviously going to, you know, do fairly well. They're, they won't catch up just kind of like how the Kennel Club or the Mutant Apes aren't going to quite catch up to um, the board apes, but they're still, I mean, 10 ETH is a lot of, that's a lot of uh, fiat, you know what I'm saying? So like, even if it hits, like it mints at, I forgot, does it say how much the public mint is? 0 0.5 <clears throat> ETH is the, oh, yeah. the you, public. That's like what, $200 or maybe less than that. Um, you have that and it goes up to uh, one, two ETH. Heck, you know? <laughs> Put one ETH into that, mint as many as you can. Boom! You just made a little, well, not financial advice, but not financial advice on this show, of course. But yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a pretty safe one. And again, it's not necessarily going to be for everyone. We're gonna, we're probably going to see a gas war, and I don't know how many are going to be part of the public mint. And there you see their site in maintenance mode right now. So again, a bit of a delay with the launch, um, but a lot of projects have problems at mint, right? But again, this is a well-known project where I think people are going to be able to get over that and they are going to be ecstatic to get into this. And also, again, we will have the um, artwork reveal eventually too, which then we'll get to see the traits, the rarities, <coughs> and you're going to see people, you know, flipping and buying. And there you have the four elements. I think this is a cool part, Ryan, is we've got water, fire, air, grass. And again, as someone who uh, grew up uh, with Pokemon and my kids, you know, love Pokemon, you got elements, you got different types. I mean, I love that fact here, kind of connecting um, their NFTs to, you know, some past traits that we've seen. So uh, this is a very exciting.
Um, for those of you out there who didn't know about it, want to make sure it's on your radar, but it is pretty big and pretty well known that this is happening. We'll be talking about it throughout this week and next week. And of course, when that artwork is revealed, we will be taking a look at it and showing off maybe some of our favorite traits. Um, I want to give a shout out to our chat right now. Um, we're getting some comments here. And before we get too far, um, I just want to acknowledge. So again, if you're watching live, make sure you drop comments in the chat. We'll try to get to them. If you are watching after, leave us a comment, hit us up on Twitter. And again, we can always get back to stuff. So we have a comment here from Planted Cyclist. What are you thinking about Vive? Just bought my first digital comic book. Now I'm collecting physical comics as well. Uh, 32 and late to the game, but Vive pushed that for me. Any thoughts? So Vive, I have the app on my phone. So it is a, uh, they're partnered with Disney. They're partnered with some others. And they do have almost like mystery box style NFTs. Um, there they are there. So you cool. you have to get the, the currency on the site and then you use that to buy the NFTs. And again, it's random. Um, a lot of them sell out. I actually did try to get when they did a Star Wars one and it was like a C-3PO or an R2-D2. And I tried to get that and it sold out. But yeah, they have the comics as well. So Vive does have a relationship with Disney. So I don't know how exclusive it is. Um, I, my guess is it would be limited because Disney is not going to want to give up everything. Um, but I think Vive could definitely be a winner the more Disney pushes into NFTs, right? Because it's going to you know, create that awareness that, oh, Disney does have NFTs out there, but mm -hmm. here's what they're doing now. So these could technically be like the first Disney NFTs, right? And we know how people yeah, feel about too. first. Yeah. So uh, again, I don't know how much or what their relationship is, but they do have a, a partnership with Disney, which is huge in this space. So uh, definitely uh, worth looking at. And again, I have not bought any of these because the ones that I have tried, they've sold out. And I mean, that's, that's normally a bullish sign, right? Is when these sell out, um, when they have that high demand, um, I don't know what the secondary market looks like. I believe, though, that these things are going for more than the cost, which is a good sign as well. So I keep meaning, Brian, to get into that Vive app, really dive in, do some research, buy some, and I just mm -hmm. haven't done it. So I keep forgetting too. I, it yeah, always so goes. I always go back to it, and it's like I got to re-download it, and then I forget. <laughs> right, again. you got to do an update. Yeah. So oh. thanks to the chat for bringing that to our attention again. Um, so shout out to Planted Cyclist. And again, I promise that in a future episode, we will dive into Vive. Um, I will jot down a note right now to make sure that we hit on that, um, you know, to definitely acknowledge the chat. And then I no also see, wanna... a... go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I also see a comment here from Omar saying, Chris, can you talk about Foxfam? So Foxfam wasn't on the list for today, but I actually pulled it up. And we are at a floor of 0.65, um, which the last time I looked at this, it was lower. So I don't know if they had uh, news or activity. It looks like it was under like 0.3 through 2021. And then the start of this year, it started seeing a ramp up in sales activity. Um, so I was looking at their Twitter and it looks like they have had... Um, some announcements it looks like they're maybe working on like a digital land they've got pixel art coming um i'm seeing a picture of some sneakers 
Um, so this is one that'll definitely be on my radar and might have to dive into more. I actually tried to mint this um, when it launched, but did not get any, but I do remember it. And it is one we have talked about months ago on the show. So uh, thanks for bringing that up. Um, definitely on watch um, for the future. And I'll have to do some uh, some more research. So shout out Omar there in the chat. Well, one uh, thing, uh, Jordan, just, someone, uh, Jordan Dawson just said, do you all think Disney really wants to decentralize their product? That is a pretty big misconception on what uh, tokenizing or putting an NFT, minting NFT, or even the blockchain is. Decentralization is mainly just like in the the easiest, simplest way I can put it would mean that there is a group or a ledger or a product that not one person owns. And so all these other a conglomerate of people, holders, whatever, however the government is dictated will uh, dictate how the organization flows or how the project goes. Disney would not be decentralized. They would own the full property rights of everything. They would most likely what they would do is you would have the NFT, you have it, it's a collectible item, but it'd be no different than if you go to the Disney store and buy a snow globe that's rare or from that. They still have it. You can't just commercially license their product because you have the NFT because they would never allow that. But decentralization really isn't. It's not the same. I just wanted to uh, follow up that misconception just because that's a pretty big one. To, you'll have to understand that if you want to really understand the nitty gritty of everything. No, thank you, Brian, for explaining that. And it looks like Jordan appreciates that as well. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing with Disney is, yeah, I mean, I... I I go back to what they said about the trademark issues too, right? And that's the one thing I worry about a little bit um, with Disney is that once they get heavy into NFTs, I worry that they're going to start trying to sue or go after some of these yeah. projects, right? That maybe have traits similar or, you know, that they don't take too kindly to companies um, you know, selling products that are no, related like that. to Star Wars or Marvel, so I can only imagine what they're going to think about. They'll come after small so. companies too. Exactly. Like, yeah. Your, like your mom and pop, like they've, mom they've and pop, mom and pop stores, stores in, yep. in my All hometown. The they've gotten yep. cease and, cease and desist. All, yep. Mm -hmm. You got it. So I don't know how we, they find out, but they, they're, they're, they're well, good at what they do and they take it freaking seriously. Yeah. Well, and imagine an NFT that like pops up on Twitter and goes around all of a sudden. Well, they they'll find out who and, created yeah. it, who developed it. I mean, even if it's yep. decentralized, they'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll Definitely. find someone to sue. That's that's the whole thing. Yeah. All right. Well, the next project I want to talk about is uh, Pixel Vault. So Pixel Vault, we had on the show a couple months ago, and this is one of the biggest projects out there. From the start, they've been trying to build a triple A game, right? And really launch kind of like the Marvel of NFTs in the metaverse, right? And they have a former Marvel artist, Chris Wall, Um they had news out today uh, that Pixel Vault raised $100 million in funding that came from Adam Bain and Dick Costello's Zero One Advisors yeah. and Velvet Sea Ventures. If you don't know Dick Costello, I believe he was one of the founders of Twitter. Um, so definitely known in the space. Um, but this is big news because now they're going to have money to keep working on building out that ecosystem that, of course, when we had uh, uh, G-Funk on the show, the founder of Pixel Vault, he talked all about their future plans. And they have their comics. They have their sidekick, their, uh, their meta heroes. They've got a token. They have all kinds of projects coming. 
And the thing here is they also have the planet. So their planet series was the cheaper entry for people. So I pulled that up and I saw a floor price of 0.52 ETH right now on the cheapest planet. So those planets come with different utility. If you own one of each planet in the collection, you also get extended utility. But to me, it's a way to get into the project. This is the cheapest way you can get into Pixel Vault is getting one of these planets. You eventually will get a sidekick um, for owning the planet. So to me, that's the way here if you want to get involved with Pixel Vault. Again, our show is called Successful NFT Projects to keep an eye on. Pixel Vault is one I've had my eye on for a long time. I'm getting ready to get in um, and really take on Pixel Vault because I really think that within a year, this is going to be one of the biggest NFT projects out there with that game in mind and the yeah. success that they have had. Brian, what's your thoughts on Pixel Vault here? No, I 100% agree. It's They're going to be like kind of the forefront. I mean, they're right up there with the sandbox and... Um... Oh, you know, those, the major, the big projects, uh, sandbox is the one I can think of right this second, but <clears throat> I, th I would, I'd, uh, compare them to, uh, each other because they are definitely going to, uh, kind of forerunt the metaverse and just kind of take over what they're doing. A lot of people promise this. And in this space, if you have a bunch of copiers and people copying your project, that means you're doing something right. And I wouldn't even take that as a negative or be mad at them because they're trying to, you know, take off your success. If they get money, well, those are the idiots that bought in, you know, it's on them. But, you know, if you can create something that other people want, you've done something really well. Yeah. And I mean, those meta heroes look so cool. And again, I mean, the people that bought those comics early have been rewarded along the way. It's similar to Board Ape Yacht Club, right? Where if you were early to the project, you now have made uh, a ton of possible money or a ton of value just by getting into the project and enjoying the rewards that they're giving along the way, which I'm a big fan of those projects, right? That reward the community. They offer something to stay in the project to keep going. So Pixel Vault, you know, is among the biggest projects out there in terms of ones to keep an eye on. Um, next up, we have Sneaky Vampire Syndicate. So this is a project that we had um, on the show, they have a huge following, 77,000 followers on Twitter, a huge Discord. One of their artists is a former Bored Ape artist. So they had news out recently. So first off, they have a 1.64 floor. Um, we talk about the floor price sometimes, but they actually have an upcoming um, uh, Gen 2, right? So that is a big deal, right? And they said, Sneaky Vampire Syndicate coming February 2022, five whitelist spots just retweet. So Brian, we're in February. So that means this month, we're going to probably get that Gen 2 launch from Sneaky Vampire Syndicate. And again, I was not able to get into this one. We've got a 1.64 ETH floor, but part of that roadmap for Gen 2, we have Gen to launch we have gen 2 companions right so you're going to get a companion if you get hmm. into gen 2 then we have breeding so it says that it will allow breeding between gen 1 and gen 2 um they also have some other items on the roadmap so i'm excited about this one again i like when projects do this gen 2 or this you know future mint because 
you reward your members, but it also provides a way for people that weren't able to get into it, maybe a cheaper way to come on board. And that's kind of what I'm hoping here with Sneaky Vampire. There's that roadmap there on their site. So again, Gen 2 is the big uh, item. Then we've got Gen 2 companions. Then we've got breeding. And with Gen 1, they did the bats, right? So you got a bat if you owned a vampire and they rewarded people right away. So I like that. What do you think, Brian, of Sneaky Vampires here? I didn't really know much about this project until I kind of looked through it. I'm, I'm looking through it now. I, I have seen them on Twitter. I've heard of them, <clears throat> but they're not as much of a – they're not one that I, like, really dived into. I think when this one kind of started, uh, I was more focused on uh, the Wall Street Bulls, and it was I think it was a little after Oni Force, but – they kind of they do remind me of the Oni Force kind of uh, that aesthetic, but I, I I like what you just said how they are very all about giving back to the community and the product really is not just that but the utility that it brings and the um, they're building all this you know relationship and giving users or holders a reason to hold and want to hold and be excited to hold and that is very very important in this space. Definitely. And then Brian, up next, we have Lazy Lions. Again, they were a guest on the show before. They put out their roadmap called Roadmap 2022, which again, we are in the year 2022. They have a floor price of 1.89. That roadmap, I like it. It was a picture and it doesn't spell out everything specifically. It gives you a lot of clues, right? So we have, you know, a sandbox down there in the bottom left-hand corner, which my guess would be, right? It says private island sandbox on the side of it. I guess that does kind of spell it out. Um, but you've got, you know, a flipping a coin in the middle, right? That maybe we have a token. We've got lion sanctuary down on the bottom right. We've got whitelist. Um, we've got lion's den. And then you also see uh, a, a thing of milk coming down, right? Uh, that says... Um, I just zoomed out. It says cubs, right? So are we getting maybe a companion, right? A baby lion. Um, you know, so there's <laughs> a lot to unpack from this image. We got some information from them when they were on about some of their upcoming things. But uh, yeah, look at uh, some of these clues here. I'm a big fan of Lions. They've got a loyal community. Yeah, I mean, Coinbase uh, logo in the back. Coinbase logo. And that's the next thing, right? Is that Coinbase um, <laughs> uh, shared this image, right? So Lazy Lions put out this tweet and Coinbase retweeted it. So, I mean, I got to assume that uh, that's a positive sign uh, for Coinbase uh, being mm -hmm. involved with Lazy Lions here. So again... Talking about Catalyst, you got a lot of Catalyst here coming up from Lazy Lions. Again, this is a project I've loved for a while um, and definitely one I think you should keep your eye on because I think you're going to get some utility and rewards along the way here. It's a 10,000 collection, 1.89 ETH floor, 5,000 holders, so we're at about 50%, which is really good. Um, and the, there's only one, like right now I'm on their um, the page and I have it ranked uh, low to high. And there's, I only see one offer on all of the lions. So there's a, there's a couple that, you know, you can buy now, but you know, if a project's really running and stuff, look at some of the, the big, bigger projects that are high volatility, you'll see offers like throughout for everything. Yeah. But whenever you see like, there's only one offer, 
that means this might be a good time that the floor might not be going down as much and you can kind of get something go on the up. You know, you can catch it before these catalysts hit. Not financial advice, but it's just something to look at when, you know, you see all those, you know it has a lot of news coming, you know there's a lot of popularity behind it and there's some big stuff in the works and there's not many bids on it and, you know, it's just kind of laying flat. I would, if I, I don't really have the two ETH to get in yet, I mean, at the moment, but I probably would. Yeah, and I just counted, Brian. Uh, I saw 10 that were listed below uh, two ETH. So uh, that floor is rather thin, right? 1.89, and then there's a couple at like 1.92, 1.93, and 1.99, and then you start hitting two, um, which yeah. again, sometimes NFTs have that mental price, right? similar to stocks, right? When stocks hit a whole number, it can be a big deal because it can kind of start a run or people, you know, really want to get in because it hit that certain floor price. So uh, mm -hmm. definitely one to follow along with. Again, we're big fans of Lions here. I want to get to another one that's had a run over the past couple of days. It's Smiles. Um, and this one goes back to, once again, a little bit of Coinbase, right? So if you pull up, and look at the Coinbase NFT Twitter account. Their background now features a banner with smiles. Um, it used to be dead fellas, but now there it is. So we've got smiles. Uh, we're up to 1.97 ETH floor on these. I remember, Brian, when these were like, I don't know, like 0 0.2, 0 0.25 Um it's a real cool one, right? It's a 3D though, and 3D kind of fell out of favor for a while. Um, but look at it go now. Um, and again, designed by a well-known artist, and it is going to be like your ticket into this whole ecosystem that they're building. These look so compatible with the metaverse, right? When mm -hmm. you look at that 3D image, it just jumps off the screen as this could be an avatar. So I like this project. I think the news with Coinbase really helps. Um, so this is one that's on my list here too. What do you think, Brian, of uh, Smiles? Yeah, well, I, I like the aspect where you just said this can be very, um, this could probably be utilized in the metaverse a lot easier because it's already that kind of um, style <clears throat> and it was made that way. I, I It's hard to kind of even tell if it's like actually like almost claymation or if these are, they're just really good artists kind of thing. So I, I am excited about it. And anything that Coinbase will do will get views, will get looks, will get clicks, will get shares, and will get, you know, attention. And that's one of the biggest things you can ask for. Even if OpenSea runs over Coinbase with more volume and market trading, that there's you can't stop the, you know, almost millions and millions of users that are already on Coinbase. And it looks like even the um, the the vampires are on Coinbase. Uh, so uh, that's well, another another big win for them. Yeah, they just mm -hmm. got uh, retweeted by. Uh, it, there yeah. it is, retweeted by Coinbase. Good call mm -hmm. out, Brian. I I didn't even have that in my notes. I saw that and then I didn't even link it in. But yeah, yeah I just uh, saw it. Right? I just saw it. Why well, I, I just brought up their Twitter too, and I just saw it. Yeah, yep. neat. The other thing with vampires here too is we talk about you know scarcity, right? There's eight thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight. A lot of these collections have ten thousand. That's not that much lower, but also it is lower than 10,000, right? Which can matter in terms of scarcity and the floor going up quick. Uh, 
shout out to everyone in the chat. I'm seeing lots of great comments here, some projects to look at, and Will asking a question. Will, we're going to get to your question at the end, and I think you're going to like the answer. Um, we've got a couple more projects to look at, and then we'll take over to the chat. Up next is one we just talked about, Deadfellas, right? So Deadfellas has a partnership with Coinbase. They were the banner photo for a long time. And then they also put out this tweet, which we're going to talk more about next week, right, in our Super Bowl episode. But we are proud to announce our collaboration with Rolling Stone and Coinbase. Uh, that's big, right? Rolling Stone did a partnership with Board Ape Yacht Club, but otherwise they haven't gotten big into the NFT space. But here they are with Deadfellas. This is a well-known project. This is one where I've seen people change their profile picture to a dead fella, right? And that's something we look for in the space. We have a floor price of just around 4 ETH. I'm seeing 3.99 right now with uh, two listed below four currently. Um, so that could change anytime. Um, but uh, dead fellas, what do you think about this one, Brian? It's um I think that it's uh a lot like Cool Cats and it's going I mean yeah. like at least the art and how they got everything going on um they have a lot of hype and I think I've said this I said this a lot on Moon or Bus too and it applies pretty much no matter what product you have business or anything you run it's all about your users and your community and you know gaining more people and having people stay and reducing that churn. So yeah. as long as our pe people are doing that well and making sure that they, you know, take care of their community and want to give back to their community and include the community and make sure that they all feel heard and like excited because there's so many people in these NFT projects, just like other tokens and cryptos that get so passionate and like they'll just bombard different streams, they'll bombard Twitter feeds, they'll bombard discords and everything and just promote and just, you know, spread positivity about their project. You'll, you'll rarely get many negative people. I mean, there are some, but you know, I think that this project has a lot of that, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And as you were talking, Brian, our uh, producer there was scrolling through. So dead fellas has a launch coming up too, right? They've got the dead friends, which is going to be a series of, you know, different species and animals. So again, you're going to get rewarded for being a member of dead fellas. And that is what I'm talking about when I say projects to look at, right? Projects to keep an eye on. Because these are ones that are already well known and they're also going to reward you and provide more utility along the way. So Deadfella is definitely one to watch. We got just a couple more here, guys. A Robotos. We've had uh, Pablo Stanley on the show a couple times. This is one of my favorite projects out there. I was in. I got out. I'm ready to get back in. We've got a floor price of 1.38 on the Robotos. The, the biggest thing for me here is the Robo Pets, right? That was their companion launch. RoboPets had a floor price of 0 0.06 the last time we had Pablo on, and now we're at 0.24. And one of the questions I asked Pablo, so Robotos has an upcoming animated series that they are doing with Time Studios. I asked Pablo and I said, hey, we're going to have cool. Robotos on this show, right? Are we also going to have the pets on it? And he said, yes. So to me... Not financial advice, but the way to get in is to get one of these pets because they will also be featured on that show. Brian, what do you think of Robotos and Robopets here? Pet. So how, how do I go about getting one of those Robotos pets? Right there, Robopet. That's it. 0. 0.24. 
Uh, they have traits that match some of the Robotos. Um, and again, they're going to be featured in that animated series, which uh, hopefully we'll get some more details on soon. If you see here, some of them have moving um, parts of the image, right? Especially around like the face or the wheels. Um, this is a really cool project. So uh, it's one uh, that I'm looking at getting in as well, Brian. Again, I'm not in this one now. I was in Robotos, but I uh, got out of that. But one of my favorites, look at that banana. I mean, come on, like. This know, is it I'm, right I'm here. To, I'm, 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 uh, yeah, I'm in. I want it. <laughs> You're in. Brian's sold. I, I just saw <clears> Brian <throat> on RoboPet. We'll have to get Pablo back on the show as well as soon as we get more details from him. And, and then also got to talk about Cryptoon Goons. We had them on a past episode, and they put out kind of a tweet that shared part of their roadmap, right? And it was um, a few things we have planned for 2022. NBA player wearing Goons-themed sneakers. Huge, right? We talk about Bored Apes being on shoes, right? Not a lot of NFT projects have made their way onto professional athletes' uh, shoes. Roadmap 2.0. South by Southwest and more in-real-life events. Skate decks and other physicals of Goons-themed art. Major collabs. And then also a little teaser for our next clothing drop cryptoon goons one of my favorites love this artwork here um and, and again some exciting news from them brian what do you think of cryptoon goons <clears throat> oh yeah i like it a whole lot uh they, they're definitely my style of, of uh what they have going on everything it, did you ever uh, this is that kind of a newer game so it's not old but cuphead did you uh play yep, cuphead? very similar to cuphead yep. yeah it's like that and then the you the evil Disney who wants to take everybody down, but you know, they can't do anything with this, but I really like the streetwear aspect. That's why I liked Adam bomb squad too. And I like how there's so many things that they're incorporating and building. And I, I'm just super, super bullish again about this whole space because we're seeing NFTs. We're seeing these projects turn like revolutionize the way that pretty much everything is done where it be a clothing brand, it be a, a music providing service, it be a um, like whatever you have, you know, it starts as this collection and then just grows and builds into this whole like empire, which is freaking awesome because it's, you know, it's almost like you just can't do evil whenever you like pretty much put it forward. You can scam and all this stuff, but like if you're doing good and you want to do good and you want like to make the world a better place, this is a way to do it, and I'm just super excited. I think that this project itself is also super, super dope. I like it a whole lot. Kind of Definitely. Well, all right, guys. That's what I had um, written down here uh, for you know projects to keep an eye on. I want to get to some chat questions. Brian, I, I saw a fun question in the chat. I don't know if our show is the right place for it, but uh, our friend... Uh, Ryan wants to know if he should sell his girlfriend. Yes. Um, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> and then he, of course, means he's talking about his killer girlfriend that he got, which killer girlfriend, if you don't know, let's go ahead and pull up killer girlfriend. That was a recent launch. It was pretty. Oh, it's not his real um, girlfriend. Okay. Not his real girlfriend. Yeah, um, I, so killer girlfriend, um, 1.2 eighth floor. We just got artwork revealed. Um, again, very well known. It had a lot of hype, but we actually saw it trade over to um, kind of pre-reveal. So uh, it's interesting that it's dropped that much. 
Um, and the thing here is I, I would add in, we do have the Justin Bieber effect though, because it was revealed that Bieber, uh, owns one of these in his wallet. And I think he might actually own a couple. Um, so you always have the possibility of that getting some love and some play, but I don't know their roadmap well enough, um, to know kind of what they have planned, but to me, this was very hyped and I've already heard and seen the hype come down a little bit. Um, so it's not one I'm in and I mean, not financial advice, but I don't know if there's enough there to get me, uh, super excited going forward. Yeah. And Ryan's saying not a huge fan of the art reveal. So that's another thing, right? Is these projects that are really hype. Look at Mechaverse, right? When Mechaverse happened, so hyped, we had a huge raffle, 500,000 people in the discord. And then when they revealed the art and the art was so similar, that you couldn't even tell like what was different from one piece to the next people like lost interest so fast. Right. And they also didn't want to make a Mecca, their profile picture. That's another thing I would say with this with killer girlfriend. I don't know if I would make this my profile picture um, just, you know, because of the way it looks and kind of, you know, some of the, some of the traits. Right. So there's that factor too. So, I mean, that's just my, uh, my uh, advice and take here, Ryan. Um, but yeah. Uh, definitely a, a well-known hyped project that uh, we've already seen kind of die down. You got anything to say on Killer Girlfriend, Brian? I mean, I don't know much about it. B says Risky's looking to pull out. I mean, you stay in your Killer Girlfriend or you pull out girlfriend, Killer Girlfriends. Risky both ways. So do whatever you need to do. Just whatever yeah. you think is best. Brian, Brian with the hot take there. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know what to, to say to follow up to that. But uh, yeah, so... Oh man, guys, the great questions, great comments in the chat today. We're out of time here. Um, we'll have to jot some of these down. Uh, the one that I did, what, what did we have that we wanted to get to though? I said, oh, Flower Girls. I want to hit girls, on Flower yeah. Girls. Rick, Rick House Samurai said Flower Girls. So I remember talking about this one when it minted. Um, it, it started slow and then it got a ton of love. Brian, we're seeing these women projects get a lot of same. a lot it. of interest. The thing that I don't love about this, I wonder if these images are too small, right? Like, look at how much background there is there. So I don't know yeah, again I, if you make I you don't make this that. your profile picture, right? Because you can't really like. That's the problem with the the well. Okay, so the Wall Street Bulls. I don't really think they are a a, a PFP project, but more just like kind of art, and then have a lot of um, uh, added features to them and whatnot that you can unlock as you go, hold and grow more. But it's really hard to have it as a PFP because it doesn't really it doesn't look good as one. So um, maybe it has a whole lot of different uh, features, utilities, or it, I mean, it does look like awesome art, but you'd have yep. to kind of configure it a little bit and move it around so you can uh, make it clear so people can see it and appreciate it. You know, if you're going to have it as your profile though, I mean, but you know, it is what it is. If that's why you're in NFTs, then, you know. Yeah. You and I mean, I don't know the roadmap uh, well enough uh, or remember it well enough to really <clears throat> give like a good opinion here. And again, not financial advice, but this is one um, it definitely, you know, had a lot of attention when it first happened. And now we're seeing these women projects, you know, go on these different runs. And if you look at the volume, this thing has taken off over the last three days. 
Um, and it also is trading, you know, much higher in terms of floor price and average price. So mm. look at that chart there. I mean, definitely a positive like world of women here. too. That yeah. Oh, huge. world of women, Brian. That's the one I still cry about because yeah. I remember calling that out at 0 0.06 in a discord and look at it now. I mean, it's what, like eight East floor or something. It's insane. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, I could, I could be retired right now, but here I am talking right because i didn't get into world of women when i called it out so hopefully when i called it out people got into it um but world of women these women-led projects are just they're they're here to stay and they're gonna keep going up i think so flower girls i'd be on the sidelines but i actually would be more on the bullish side um if i had to pick one just based on that that key trait there all right well we're out of time but before we go we had one more message in the chat I wanted to get to. I don't remember who it was. There it is on the screen. Will Glass. Will, I hope you're still here watching us live. Do you guys talk about any Solana NFTs? Well, I got news for you, Will. So that is something we really wanted to improve on the show, right? We are very heavy on talking about Ethereum-based NFTs, but Solana has a ton of NFTs and a ton of value to offer if you get into and you dive into. And joining us, uh, oh, Will's here, good. Well, Will, I am excited to tell you that on tomorrow's episode of The Roadmap, we will be joined by an expert Solana NFT person, right? He's going to be joining us. Uh, he knows FTX well, right? He also knows Solana well. So through our partnership and that sponsor from FTX, we will be taking oh, a look at Solana. So we will be joined uh, on the show by uh, this guy right here. We are super excited. I talked to him this past week and he knows a lot and we're so excited to have him on. Brian, are you excited to learn more about Solana NFTs tomorrow? Yeah, we uh, I've interviewed... Uh... We've interviewed you guys from Phantom Wallet, who uh, developed the pretty much the main wallet used for the Solana blockchain, and it's really interesting. There's a lot of stuff going on. And there's a lot of different things with Solana that's really interesting to talk about when you know it's different than ETH. And oh, I'm very excited. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, me too. I mean, Brian, I'm always ready to learn, right? And that's something with this show is I try to provide education. And that's one area where I could use some education, right? Because I don't know Solana NFTs as much. And what happens if you don't know something? You research it or you find the person who does know it. Well, that's what we're doing. So, Will, I hope you join us on tomorrow's episode where we will be talking a lot about Solana NFTs. And to everyone out there watching live or listening to this before Thursday's episode airs, make sure you tune in 2 p.m. Eastern time. I think you could learn a lot about Solana NFTs. Brian, that's going to do it. We went a couple minutes over. Again, shout out to our sponsors, FTX. If you have not signed up for an FTX account, you can find more information in the description below. They've got tons of NFTs to offer. They've got no fees. We're talking about Ethereum and Solana NFTs. They also are the partner on those Coachella NFTs that launched this Friday. Brian, we'll have to make sure we remind everyone tomorrow's episode to, to set their alert for Friday to get those Coachella NFTs. I'm super excited about that. And it looks like Will will be back tomorrow. So again, Will, thank you for the great question in the chat. That's going to do it. Brian, anything to add before we sign off for tomorrow? See y'all tomorrow. See y'all tomorrow. He said it best. All right, guys, take care and we'll catch you Thursday.